everyone. Welcome to John 316 Ministries Podcast. We are back for yet another great Sunday. And with me, I have Pastor Dennis. Pastor Dennis, it's glad to have you. Pastor Jay, it's good to be here for another service. Looking forward to it. I think it's going to be an interesting one. I do too. I think the book of Mark itself is such an amazing <clears throat> book to read and to touch on. It has so many good points. I'm so excited to get, to get this ball rolling and getting started. So we're going to go into a word of prayer and then begin. Precious Lord Jesus, we come before you here this, this day. Lord, we're so grateful and thankful to be here and, and do this podcast, Jesus, that you've blessed it in so many, many different ways, Lord Jesus. And and each time we go into it, Lord, it's just like you open up a whole other uh, thing in our lives, Jesus, how we can share your ministry, Lord, with other people, Lord, who may not be able to who may not be interested, who may not, may not just take time to open the Bible, Lord. And this ministry, Jesus, has reached many people, and we give you all the praise and glory, Lord, for what it's doing and what it's going to do. We pray this in your name, Lord. Amen. 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 I'd like to get started here a little bit here in uh, Mark 3, uh, about verse 1. It says, Jesus went into the synagogue, and, and a man with a swiveled hand was there. And some of them were looking for a reason to accuse him. And, uh, and I, I just, I see that and I think, why would you want to uh, accuse, accuse a man or even make it hard on a guy who is going to be healed of? You know, the guy, he says that the guy with swiveled hand, when he was done, his, his swiveled hand looked just as good as his other hand. Now, how can you downfall anybody like that? It just don't make sense to me, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that either. I think of all the miracles he can do, the fact that he heals the way he heals. And to me, to see something like that, it's just, it's beyond a miracle. And how could you doubt him? I just, I don't get that either. I don't hear in four, it says, and Jesus asked him, which is, which is lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save or kill? But they remained silent because they didn't know how to answer that. They just dumbfounded, you know, I, I would say. They just, they, they don't know what to, whether to, whether it's good to save or whether it's good to do evil. And I, I, common sense to me, you know, you don't want to do evil on any day, but especially on the Sabbath, really. That to me, to tell Jesus to stop him from healing people on the Sabbath day, the fact that, you know, to him, I, if I were him, I'd be baffled by the fact that they'd say something and tell him, well, you can't do this because it's Sabbath. Well, exactly. It is Sabbath. So why not do miracles and perform them? Right, right. And and the, and the crowd, you know, for, 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 for somebody who was looking to cause trouble, the crowd was so thick there that back back in the earlier chapters, they had to lower a guy down through the roof. And here it talks about, uh, it talks about Jesus uh, has his disciples to get a boat ready because he knows there's going to be so many following him that he's going to have to get in the boat in order to reach everybody. You know, wow. if, if it's such a bad deal, and why are they still following him around? You know, it don't make sense. Exactly. The fact that, you know, he had so many followers surrounding him all the time. And to me, for so many people to doubt him, why are you following if you don't believe in what he does, his miracles? If you don't believe in Jesus at all, why would you want to follow? Why would you want to touch him to, for him to heal you? I just I don't get it. No, I, I don't either. And it's, it's like it's like a like like today, Pastor Jay, you're talking, and, and, and so many people today they don't want to follow him. They don't want to take the time. To follow, but yet, whenever whenever the worst thing happens, well, who's the first one to call on? 
Exactly. Oh, Jesus, help me. You know, I got this here going on. Where are you at, Lord? Well, where have you been all this time? Jesus has always been there. He ain't been hiding. Exactly. That's what I see so many today. I get online and I see so many posts about laughing because of what Jesus does. And, oh, you know, Easter actually means this. And we're celebrating it. Like, it, to me, it just, it, I have to bite my tongue so much because of so much doubt and chaos in the world you know we live in a time you know jesus may not be here but he's in our hearts he's within us he's surrounded us you know his spirit is with us amen and i just cannot imagine doubting him the way he performs miracles the way he touches our lives every single day and blesses us how can you not trust someone that's bent over backwards for you but you trust you'd rather live in the world and trust satan because Satan gives you whatever you want whenever you need it. But yet God is the one that saves your lives, holds you by his hand, Amen. protecting you. Amen. And you want to doubt him. I just, it, it, it's just, it's so frustrating, but so sad. Yeah, it is. It, it's, 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 like you're, it's like you're saying, uh, Pastor Jay, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, they don't want to, they don't want to go the effort, the extra, they want to count, they want to take things, make things easy for themselves. Yes. And, and Satan will do that. Satan will make things just easy for you as long as you tag along with him. But I've heard it said many times, the best prayer is one that doesn't get answered right away whenever you ask for it. Yes, I've had so many prayers. And in the when I first became a Christian, when I first, I didn't understand exactly how prayers work at that point in time because I was new to it all. I was new to living my life as a full Christian and those prayers, it was so frustrating then because waiting and waiting, but then yet they were actually answered. I expected them to be answered in the way that I wanted them answered. But they were answered in such a perfect way that it was actually benefiting my life. And I was too blind to see it. Amen. That's exactly right. So many times, you know, he knows he knows what's best for us. And, and I like what he says right here in 34. He says, uh, then, then he looked around those sitting in a circle and around him and said, uh, where is my mother? He, 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 he didn't call his brothers or his mother biological, like you would say. He said, these all are my brothers and my, and my sisters. He claims everybody that way. And, and that's so awesome that our Lord thinks enough of us that he doesn't, sec uh, doesn't cut us out. You know, if we're not related to him by law, you know, if we're not related to him, that's just, that's awesome. See, in the book of Mark, to me, I had found this and I love what it says because it gives such a broad view of the book of Mark. And it says Mark's gospel portrays Jesus as a constantly on the move. The forward motion in Mark's writings keep the knowledgeable readers' minds continually looking ahead to the cross and the resurrection. 39 times Mark used the word immediately, giving a sense that Jesus' time on earth was short and that there was too much to accomplish and his few years of ministry. Amen. And uh, I had one of my favorites in the book of Mark. is Mark 6, 45 through 52. Immediately, see, it says it again. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side to Bethsaida. While he himself was sending, a, sending the crowd away. After, biting, after bidding them farewell, he left for the mountains to pray. When it was evening, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. Seeing them straining at the oars, for the wind was against them. At about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea, 
and he intended to pass by them. But when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed that it was a ghost and cried out, for they saw him and were terrified. But immediately he spoke with them and said to them, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Then he got into the boat with them, and the wind stopped. And they were uttered, utterly astonished, for they had not gained any insight for the incident of the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. Yeah, that, that's so awesome, you know, what he was doing right there. And, 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 and I've said times before myself, uh, Jesus done that on the water. He doesn't, he doesn't say that only I can do this. Mm-hmm. You can't do that because I have done it myself. I've had storms come up. I mean, tornadoes, you can see the crap of whirling. And I say, Jesus, just like you calm the sea, calm the storm. I don't want my place tore up. I watched it just separate and go around me. I'm glad you mentioned that because when we were in Illinois, whenever those big storms happened here, and I was, it was just, it was so weird because at the time, you know, there was a tornado coming straight for us. It was like a town over and, or no, two towns over, but it was pretty near anyway. And so I seen that and I was like, Lord, please don't let anything happen. Lord, protect us. I was just praying in my mind just for the Lord to, hold us in his hand and to protect us and stuff to keep us from the storm. And uh, we had went to bed that night and I was so scared because it went still for a minute and then it came back raining hard, storming, and then it went still again. And normally they say that when the weather's still, that there's a tornado near. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, I'm so scared. And we went to bed that night, nothing happened. Wow. It was it was pretty scary, but he protected us and I, I I'm sad to see that others, you know, they had their they've lost their lives and such, you know, but God does. He does hold you in his hand. He does protect you when you call on him. And that's the amazing thing about him because they were so scared in that boat, praying, Lord, you know, help us and he did. He got in that boat and everything was fine and we still, you know, their hearts were still hardened, and we still, we still have doubts that God's not going to protect us because we don't, we don't feel Him. But that's what faith is about. Well, and and like they, they were out in the boat with Him, and they actually saw what He was doing. You know, a lot of people today said, "Well, if I can't see Him, I can't touch Him. I don't want nothing to do with Him." Well, they saw what He did, and it's just like it says right here in uh, in fifty three, toward uh, fifty six rather. It says, "Whoever and whoever, wherever." He went into the village, towns, countryside. They placed the sick in marketplace. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak, and even the edge of his garment, in other words. And all who touched were healed. You know, they, 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 knew, they knew that all they had to do is touch him. Well, you touch his heart every day. Every time you go to prayer, you touch him. You're touching his heart. I mean, people don't realize that. They don't think, well, I, I need to touch him. You are touching him. Don't you realize that? You touch his yes. heart, and he will answer your prayers. He comes to you, and you can feel him in your heart. Exactly. It's just we cannot doubt him. And that's the book of Mark to me, in, in a sense, from where we are now. The book of Mark to me, it shows you all the miracles that he has performed. You know, how, how he has helped people, how he's guided them. And it's a reminder that for us today... He still performs miracles. He still helps people. He still does his works, but it's in a different way. And, you know, that's like with us. That's like with this ministry. 
time and time again, God has proven himself. God has helped us. God has gotten us through so many sticky situations in our lives. He has gotten us through so many sticky situations in everybody's life. God has done something for them in a sense, in a certain way. But the fact that so many doubt him because they can't see him, they can't see, they can't feel him, they can't hear him. And it's like, you don't have to. It's what faith is about. It's what trust. It's what being able to rely on him and say, God, I'm t- I'm backing away. You can have this problem. You I, Leave it to him. Amen. We can't grab that problem. We can't doubt him, say, oh, God's not going to do it, and expect him to continuously do it. No, and, and I like what you're saying, Pastor Jay. It ain't been that long ago that me and Mamma we we were looking to take a vacation, but we didn't have the money, and gas was going through the roof, you know, and and we thought, well, forget about going on a vacation, getting away for a while. But now things have broke loose a little bit. Praise God, things have broke loose a little bit, and when and come Monday, we are going to be able to get away for a while and just see a different part of the country. Well, I mean, it's it's. Pigeon forward, we've been in there blue million times, but we're going back again. But yeah, I mean, you you can't you can't take a hold of his hand, and then once things are going kind of easy, let go of it, because you do, and it's going you're going to fall down again. I mean, exactly. it, I mean, and, and our precious good Lord, he's 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 willing to just pick you back up and shake the dust off of you, and say, okay, let's try this again. I mean, I don't know how many times I've done that myself. I I, I got to point my fingers at me. But sometimes, you know, you get enough. You think, um, i got to straighten up because he's going to get tired of messing with me. And, and people yes. don't think that'll happen. Exactly. Like I, I'm glad you said that because I am so bad about that. I am so bad about I'll be something. We go and I'm like, oh, yes, it's going right. I'm getting excited and feel the relief. And then as soon as I say that, here comes the chaos running towards you. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to go through this again. But yes, because... Instead of thanking God because it is going well, I think, ah, you know, it's it's great. I, I celebrate too early. And I do. I take these problems back in my hand because I think I, I can handle them better than God. But I am wrong. I am so bad about that. And I do. I point the fingers right at me because I am I am bad. I'm not going to exaggerate that at all. You know, like with me and Michael in our house situation, it went from we were renting to another, for another year to we're going to buy the place we're in, to we got to find something else because the owners decided not to sell to us because we were in a lease. And it's just uh, back to back, something has happened. And it's been so stressful and so hard to be able to keep the faith and to keep moving forward because of how how much has happened in the last few weeks. But by God's grace. Amen. We're still here. We're still moving forward. And I know he has a plan. It's just waiting for that plan to unfold. And that's what we're doing. Just letting him have control and backing away. Sometimes Jesus will let us go through these hard times. And, and, you know, we we get get to thinking, well, I just went through one not long ago. We're like, I go through another one. He lets us go through these. And and if we just take the time to look back, we will see where we've learned a lot. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's we learn something. It seems so bad in that moment, but it's actually a blessing in disguise because he's protecting you from something. It could always be worse because when Satan gets a hold of it, it is worse. It's horrible. But by God, he's not going to handle. He's not going to give you more than you can handle. But the fact is, is we're not meant to handle it. 
See where he's meant to take it. He wants us to hand him these problems and to let him guide us through it. Our battles is his. Exactly. But we're stubborn butts. We take it back. And he's like, really? You could have had help. I was helping you through this. But we make it worse. We always make it worse because of how stubborn and hard-headed we are. And sometimes sometimes we get to paying attention and uh, does Jesus take away your joy? Well, sometimes he takes a little of it away because we get to we get to looking at our joy more than we look at him and he sees that and he does and that we can't let that happen and he knows that so he takes a little bit of it back but he always gives it back whenever it's time to receive it again. Exactly. You know, being a Christian is not for the weak at all. But the fact of it is, is it's one of the most rewarding things you can ever do in your life because of how amazing he is. You know, we read these books. That's why we're in the book of Mark, because of how much happens and what you can learn from it. And you you can relate to the Bible in so many ways. It's so relatable. You can see how it unfolds. You can see just what the world is going through. It's just it's so amazing if you take the time to read it. Amen, Pastor Jay. And, and something that goes along with what you're saying there, uh, will Jesus warn us of bad things that's coming our way? Yeah, he will. Mm-hmm. But it takes being close to him. Exactly. I mean, so many times people, why didn't you, why didn't he tell me about that? Well, have you been going the wrong way? Have you not been paying attention to him? He always, sometimes he has to wrap me on the head like I sometimes wish he'd use a hammer or something <laughs> so I'd pay attention. But he will warn you of things that's coming your way and to keep your eyes open because he knows Satan is just right around the corner. He's awaiting there. Exactly. The way I like to see it is keep your eye on the prize because it, the warning, as much as it's not a prize, but we can take it as that because he's saying, hey, pay attention. Here it is. Look at it. Find it. You Amen. know, he's. That's He's showing it. us and telling us a way out. I'm, I'm just as bad about that. Sometimes I tell him to strangle me sometimes because of how stubborn I could be. I'm like, ah, everything's fine. Oh, and not you. <laughs> I am very bad. <laughs> yes. And because sometimes the question is asked, is Jesus always fair? That's a hard one because I do think there is times he is fair, but then I do see times where he's not but I know how honest he is, so I do have to say, yes, he is fair. We just think yeah. he's unfair. And that's, that's where in, in this book of Mark, we read that a lot where, where a lot of people are thinking that he's not being fair to different ones. He's, he's kind of fair to some and not to others, but Jesus don't show favoritism like that. No. He is fair to everybody, and no matter what, the, what they call themselves, you know, Catholic or whatever, he is fair to everybody. He is. I mean, that's like in life. I don't know how many times I hear life's not fair. Life's not fair. And it's yes, you can see it that way. But if you're Christian, life is fair. And we just make it unfair. We just make it different. We make it difficult. We add the extra stuff to this life that we don't need because Mm -hmm. of how we are. But by God's grace, by his love, by his mercy. There you go. He is fair. We're not. And a lot of times it's asked, too, uh, why did Jesus take so long to find me? And, and he, he knew where you've been all the time. It didn't, t- it didn't take him. He always knows where you was at. I heard somebody, I was running, I was running. He just never did catch up to me at the right time. Yeah, he was always there. He was waiting. And he knew, you know, he knew how difficult. Like, for me, I think, I think back to the time where I was running away from him. 
I knew he was there. I think that's the whole thing is I knew that he he was waiting for me. But I gave I decided to go the opposite direction. And that's how it is sometimes. We think he's not gonna catch up, you know. And for me, in that those moments of the chaos, the running away from him, I think the way things were is yes, I knew he was there. Yes, I felt the guilt for running for the things that I was doing. But by his grace and mercy, the right time came and I knew that I could not run anymore. I was tired of running. I was tired of living the life I was living, feeling guilty all the time. But I knew he was there. I knew he was waiting on me. I just had to be the one to stop. Yeah, amen. And, and I just want to say that uh, for years, uh, you know, I went to the walk to Mayus a while back. And uh, and I had I don't know how many people there tell me, hey, uh, Lord's calling you to pastor. And I, I, I think, well, well, maybe is I'm not ready yet. And so many times we can, we can run and run away from him. He's got something so special lined up, awaiting for us. I, I was I've been told that many a times all through, all through my years of being follower of Christ. That hey, you've been called to preach. Why ain't you doing it? And I'll just think, well, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Well, you, if you wait till you get ready, old pastor told me that years ago. If you wait till you think you're ready, you're going to lose out on a lot. The more you the more you wait, the more you just put it off instead of just accepting him. And that's where we got to be in today's life and today's times. To get his fullness, we have to accept him the way that he wants us. Because we, if we wait and we think we got to get so many things straightened out, it ain't never going to happen. Exactly, exactly. I'm so glad you said that because whenever I had went to the walk, you know, in that moment, I was I was doubting who I was. I was doubting being a female and being an associate. I was doubting, you know, I wasn't doubting my faith, but I was doubting what I was doing, how I was living. And uh, I was there, and um, we were at lunch, or no, it was dinner. We were at dinner, and me, Mom, and Lana were sitting there talking, and uh, one of the ladies who was helping at the walk, she was, she was, I guess, sitting, she was helping my table lead and um we were sitting there talking and she had said something and it caught my attention and I was like oh, how'd she word it she had said that I she okay she knew I think she knew that God told her what I was thinking because in that moment I was just thinking man when I get home I'm going to step down and I'm going to change my life I'm going to do something else and as soon as I, I, I was thinking that she had said God has plans for you and it's Amen. not what you think. And I was like, I was just stunned. My face went wide and she goes, you know what I'm talking about? Wow. And I was just thinking, how did you know? Cause I didn't tell her, but she knew. And in that moment I thought God told her something because I didn't, I didn't step down. I didn't, I pursued what I'm doing. I'm still here today doing it today. You know, and I had someone else tell me you'd be a great evangelist you need to do speaking events you need to become a speaker and I thought no it's not my thing I don't like it well here I am today pretty much an evangelist speaking Amen. and God had plans and it just took me stop being stubborn and bullheaded and listen to him to finally figure it out you know the Lord has many ways of getting his point to us mm. i mean there's several times that, that uh, your mamaw he would be he would be laying something on her heart 
that I was going to be needing to hear, and I would just be beating myself up, wondering what is going on. Why, Lord? Why don't you yes. talk to me? And he talked to her. And through her, he gave me my answer. That's happened many a times. Isn't it frustrating that they have it, and it's like, you need it. But then finally, at the right moment, they say, and you're like, I could have needed that a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But it's how it happens. It's how it is in this life. We got to, so the people that we love the most have that answer. They're right there. And sometimes it takes just reaching out and saying, I am struggling. Help me. Because we do need help as Christians. We do. It's consistent. You know, it's how our lives are. Yeah, you know, it, it, it gives us a different people, you know, never, 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 it's happened to me a few times. I think, really? <laughs> Where was you about a week ago when I was beating my head against the wall? Exactly. I don't know how many times I get so mad at Michael because I'll be thinking this, you know, I'll be down in the dumps. He goes, well, what's going on? And I thought, well, I'm, I'm feeling this way. He goes, and then he says something and thinking, you, you had it. But why didn't you say it? Well, I didn't think about it. Thinking, I've been waiting. Why did you yeah. sell me this? But they do. And he does. God has a sense of humor. Oh, he does. A lot of people don't think. I think he's just straight and stern, and he don't grin. He don't laugh. But where did we get it from? If it didn't exactly. Well, if you look, if you read between the lines on the verses, the way God God says something, some people think he is so mean and hard, and sometimes it's his sense of humor. It's yeah. We think, well, God, that's mean. Why would you say it like that? But I think. Honestly, it's not him being that mean because sometimes, you know, he is pretty stern in it. But sometimes if we think about how we'd say it in that moment. That's it. We know. And there's so many times, you know, that we need that we need to pray before we just like we do before we do this here podcast. We pray before we do it so the Lord can speak through us. We open our hearts and our minds to him to receive a lot of what was said here tonight. I didn't plan this. I know you didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> but, and like you were saying, if we go back and we read it, we study it, and we read between the lines, we take and absorb it, you know, what he says, take our time and really soak it in. Wow, I didn't know that was there. Well. Exactly. That's how it is. That's, that's like, you know, reading my, there's some, like, in the beginning when we started doing this, I had read, like, three chapters. I was reading them three days before so that, and I'd read them again, and I just keep on rereading them because I knew we're gonna be in the section, so I need to study. But then I thought, God, why am I doing it like this? Because it's taking it away from Him. It's taking, it's putting it in my hands and not letting Him do what He needs to do. And that's like with this. There's a lot of the stuff that we talk about. It is not as planned. <laughs> no, it ain't. Not at all. But, you know, it's a good thing that he's patient and understanding. You know, a lot of that, I don't have that today. Mm, I don't have it. the patience that I should have, and I'll pray about it because I know I need it. I need it a lot, but he is always a, a grace, graceful, giving father, and he looks after us all, each and every one of us. And, and, and again, i like to share with, uh, with, uh, with your mom going through the, what she's going through with her uh, podcast that that has to touch a lot of people. I'm really yes. thankful that she has open her life up to do this i mean i i can't i can't begin to imagine the people that don't even she don't even know about 
that this touches and like our podcast here and and like with the cooking stuff like that i mean it's it's been a great blessed outfit it really has you know i think that the whole patience thing runs in the like the no patience runs in the blood because i don't got it either <laughs> i really don't have the patience like i should but it's one of those things like we have to be willing to admit that we are not in the perfect we're not perfect because i think with doing this you know we may seem like we got it all together, but I sure as heck don't because I'm trying every day. But yes, I think the whole the Life Without Addiction podcast, it's the fact that it's such a hard topic to talk on. It's it's a lot because it affects so many people, so many families in such horrible ways. You know, people have lost their lives because of addiction. People struggle with addiction themselves or they know someone going through it. It's just it's heartbreaking to see how it how it hurts and affects people yeah well I'm, i know it's a little off 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 topic and subject but still yet what it couldn't be easy for no, your mom to do no. this i mean it can't be but and it's hard to imagine lord let her go through that so she could open up to some people and help them along their way it, like i said it's hard to tell how much it's going to help mm-hmm. and you, you it's hard to see how god put that all together exactly but he did he did because she is strong. I know that she's helping so many lives. And I know that God has given her the patience and the energy to do that because I couldn't I couldn't do it, honestly. No, no. So I praise God that she is and that she's taking it on. And I praise God for allowing us to be able to do the John 316 Ministries podcast because I know, I know that we're touching people's lives and helping them because we're real and honest ourselves and to talk about our struggles and what we've been through and for her to talk about hers. Praise God for allowing us to be able to express this in a way that we can to help people because we all need this. And I, I wish that this was out whenever I needed it because I could have used this. And, and I'm like, I'm going to take up a donation so we can get some light in here so I can see what I'm doing. I feel like I'm <laughs> in a dark room or something. You do. You feel like you're in trouble, you know? Like, they're just holding you here, and we're just going on about it, talking. <laughs> but, all right, everybody, we thank you so much, and we hope you enjoy this because we enjoy being a blessing for you guys and to help you, but because we help ourselves through this. So we thank you and hope to see you and hope to listen again. Thank you.